Bring in the sound boy. He's the one that does this. Sound boy. Sound boy. <laughs> Jumbe. I like this idea that we have someone to do work for us instead of it just being us two. Yeah. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. This is Jason. And this time we played Garshasp. The Monster Slayer. And Temple of the Dragon? Okay, I don't actually, like, yeah, it's Garshasp colon Temple of the Dragon? Yeah. I think that's what it's. Yeah, no, that sounds right. Yeah. We played all the Garshasps. Gar- Garshaspi? That has an awful mouth. Garshaspies? Released May 2011. Other games that came out in 2011, we covered in Homefront, Duke Nukem, and Two Worlds 2. Let's see. I did that all out of order. Developed by... Oh, fuck me. Uh, I'm going to try and pronounce this correctly. (laughs) 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 Right in one! FNAFSAR Sheriff Co. What the heck? Dead Mage Inc. Published by... Lo Zarin Nikan in Iran and just a game outside of Iran. Okay. I mean, I could go through the rest of the credits, but. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, also just released on Windows and Linux. Yeah. PC only. And it seems weird looking at the game that it wouldn't have a console port, but I guess it makes sense given the uh, rather uh, small studio that made it. Yeah, and like, I mean, it definitely feels like it should have been on console graphically, but. Mm hmm. Yeah, when you have a really small studio hacking something together, it's almost always just uh, on PC. It's it's what you're developing on, so it's what you can test on. So that's just where it goes. Oh, yeah, no, totally makes sense. Uh, so I have the uh, story as given to you uh, on the wiki page. But, uh, Jason, why, why don't you take us through the story that's presented in the game? Yeah, all right, so... Usually I go through the story, and uh, I'm going to tell you uh, two main things right now. One, as we all know, everyone who's listened to all the old episodes know, I don't really play with sound on a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) You'd think sound design is important for video games, and it can be. I don't care. (laughs) I I, I would argue that it is in most cases, but go on. Yeah, so ignore sound design. But uh, Garshasp, uh, the sounds were annoying, so I turned them off. That's fair. Um, The first fun part about that is that uh, you can't actually turn them off. You go into the options, which aren't in the game. You have to exit the game, boot the game, and it gives you the option to play or options because it's outside the game because they couldn't figure out how to develop an options menu. Well, that stops it from breaking while the game's open. Yeah. Uh, and then you go in there and you turn all the vo- volume off and you hit apply and then you hit run and then all the volume is just still there. That good shit. Yeah. So then you have to mute it in, uh, your like audio manager thing. Yeah, like that sound mixer. Yeah. Yeah. But they also don't have the option for subtitles. Huh. So good, uh, accessibility options there. So, I mean, as usual, I'm playing something. I have the sound on. That's what my main focus is. So I guess if it didn't. I didn't notice that it didn't have subtitles. Yeah. But I don't normally turn subtitles on. I do all the time. Even if I leave the sound on, I always have subtitles on. I don't know. I'm just I think used... that's, that's fairly common. I think a lot I, of people Like, I'm just used to reading things. Makes it easier for me. Sure. So, the, the story I received is thus. Garshasp is a man on a mountain. Mm-hmm. He looks down upon the city and sees another man. With uh, some kind of mace. I think the guy has the mace at the time. Yes. Evil thing attacks the man. Kills the man. Takes the mace. Fucks off. (laughs) Yep. You fight goblins. And then you fight your way to the guy, the Uh, evil guy, uh and you kill him and take back the mace. Yes. That uh, that sums it up rather nicely. That's the whole story. (laughs) <laughs> okay, you ready for this? Uh, yeah, lay it on me. Strap nice in for a tail, my dude. All right. Yeah, gross. <laughs> that took me a second. 
years after the confinement of Azhai Daka, again, I apologize for the terrible pronunciations, by Feridun in Mount Damavand, the evil Deves, who are the uh, goblins and demony dudes, who were the commanders in the Army of Darkness led by Azi Dahaka, rose again in different parts of the ancient lands of Kunarath and rebelled against the humans who were celebrating victory, the victory of the Army of Light. Each div formed a colony of its own and continued to bring suffering to the human race. Hitasp, the golden crown, the uh, big dude who grabs mace and then subsequently fucks off, who possessed numerous deadly magical skills, was among these divs and was seeking to build up its empire in the rocky lands of Farenbog in Hara Berzaiti. Oh, good lord. Um, Siavishgard, the legendary village that had been the home of many Palavan, was raided by Hitasp and his followers, and in the battle, Garshap's brother, Araxia, was killed while defending his ancestral home. In the cutscene, I believe that's the guy who has the mace that Hitasp takes it from. Garshast the monster slayer and grandson of Jamshid starts out pursuing revenge for his brother's blood by a journey towards Hitasp's stronghold only to find that something much more important has been taken in the raid of Siovishgard and Garshap's bravery is to play a big role in the destiny of the world. And then you fight a bunch of deeds and then fight Hitasp and get the mace back. Which, if its if its name was in here, I don't know which collection of consonants and vowels said it what it was. Okay, so that's all, like, lead-up lore. It's not even, like, the plot of uh, the game as much as it is, like, set up. Okay, now, uh, in the game, there is a narrator in the beginning, and then there are, uh, there are like, audio log collectibles, which are more, like, narrations, the same guy reading it. Uh, not the same guy that voices Garshasp, uh, somebody else entirely. In fact, you don't find out who it is until you get to Temple of the Dragon. Oh. But I couldn't tell you, like, who the quote-unquote named character is, because you never see him. You just hear their voice. And um, you don't get that from him either. Like, he tells you uh, about the Deves, the evil Deves that the humans thought they fought back, have returned once again. Hitasp, leader of the Deves, has come to... They don't say the name, or they might say the name of the city, but uh, I don't think they say Siavishgard. Um, I don't even, I, yeah, it, whatever. I said I apologize for the bad pronunciation. You know, uh, Iranian, really not, uh, this isn't even, uh, I mean, it is Iranian, but it's uh, Persian mythology, right? Uh, Kind of, I mean. It, it's both? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, when you f- go to the Garshas Wikipedia page, that is not about the video game uh it's garshasp which is persian uh was the last shah of the pishdidian dynasty of persia you know at least it's not just me butchering words yeah and so ruled over persia the persian emperor for nine years but was also the name of a monster slaying hero in iranian mythology so i think it's more leaning on the iranian mythology but okay uh, yeah, so you get the uh, narration that cuts in from this guy, who, for the most part, tells you about stuff that's, like, quote-unquote happening around. You don't see it. Uh, he also gives you, like, backstory on, like, um, the villagers here, they were attacked. It's uh, filler. It's kind of interesting in itself, but it's just a shame that the game doesn't show you mostly anything of what he's talking about. If there's no subtitles and uh, you don't play with any of the sound on, you missed all of that assuming you even bothered to pick them up in the first place i maybe like i couldn't tell you because yeah, I, you don't get anything for it like, right it, it just it reads at you then i it might i might i probably picked them up if they had like some sort of twinkle or something yeah they did uh and then was like why am i picking these up yeah no i, I could see that yeah of course i beat the game in uh i want to say three hours this game is very short it really is um jesus where do you want to start with this one uh i don't know i can't i can't speak to the sounds other than i really disliked them uh yeah okay the um the narration is weird like it's loud like the the narrator is really loud Mm -hmm. this is like the mixings and it it, i actually i it's probably fine like the music is uh it's kind of like background filler 
it it does its job. It doesn't stand out in any way, shape, or form. The <laughs> most of my complaints with this game have nothing to do with the sound design. Yeah, so like there you go. Sound. Jake found it uh adequate. Adequate and completely not noticeable, and I disliked it, but that's not new. It's if I'm not enjoying the game, I'd rather have something I enjoy on at the same time. And so I can just kinda balance. Yeah. Uh in all things. Before we really get into some of the aspects of the gameplay, uh, this game was described to both of us as, quote, bad god of war. Oh, um, I don't know why you said that, because now I don't have a description for this game, because it's just like a really shit version of God of War. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean really shit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's okay. So it's a hack and slash with mild platforming elements. I can't think of any actual puzzles. Um, there were a couple very light puzzles where it's like turn the crank to get the thing and then you jump over there and continue. It's not. Sure. I, I think there was. And Jesus, I'm getting like both of the games like confused. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we can touch on that later. But I think there's some more in Temple of the Dragon, like when you're climbing the tower where like you actually have to spin shit and get shit right. Yeah, so, it, I mean, that's, does that sound like God of War, right? They summon waves of enemies. You defeat them by mashing a button. Your light or heavy attack. Yeah. And then the combination of the two to get different combos off. Yep. And sometimes you need to, uh, an enemy will have, like, a symbol over their head, and you'll have to do, like, a series of button presses to kill them. Yep, you get your uh, QTE quick kills. Yep. Uh, and then to get from, like, zone to zone to fight more enemies you typically have to like platform either jumping uh, on like yeah like jumping across things there's a like weird river boat section that you have to paddle a boat that when you stop paddling it starts to sink but enemies will jump onto the boat every now and it's a dumb section yeah that was it's not really a pain it's just kind of a time filler like the whole game yep yeah so like that's that is the final boss is like the only boss right uh no you have uh i guess it comes down to like mini bosses Uh, so yes that is the only boss because like the rest of them don't have like unique mechanics really no they're just like bigger and then you hit them to where their health is low enough you can get the quick time kill off yeah whereas the final boss actually has his own stuff Mm-hmm. so like yeah there's some bigger enemies for like mini bosses but there's really only one boss and again it's astonishingly short you start you go through the city because you're chasing after them yep and then you go through like the forest where the river is yes and then you get to like his mountain yeah then you like make your way up some ruins yeah yeah and then it's like his tower mm-hmm. and that's it that's the whole game now, you didn't say that um, Garshasp, who uh, I have in my notes written as Neolithic Snake Man, just because of his... Man, he's modeled kind of strange. Like, he's just, like, his head is so big. Yeah, he kind of remind me, like, uh, mildly of what is Brutal Legend. Oh, yeah. Where, like, his arms and head are just fuck-off huge. And it's it's not how people are made. And he's got, like, uh, a 20-foot vertical leap, but uh, in all the platforming sections, he doesn't cast a shadow, so you don't really have any idea of where you're landing until you touch back down. Oh, yeah, I suppose I should mention you have no control over the camera. Oh, right, and the constant fixed camera. Yeah, it it just goes where it wants, so, like... You know, a la God of War, uh, uh, the original three. Which is bad, I hate that. Uh... I don't hate it when the camera isn't a hindrance to gameplay, which there are a few jumping sections in this where it is. Oh, absolutely. No, I I, I never support not being able to control my camera. No, I, I would much rather control it, but I, I, I understand the better control you have over the gameplay experience when you want something to look and be presented more cinematic, so you have the fixed camera at all times. Uh, I'm not uh, the biggest fan of it, but it's fine. Again, until you can't see where you're supposed to jump because you haven't gone far enough forward for the camera to change. And then once you're 
halfway there, it fucking changes, then you lose all goddamn momentum. Yeah. You know, good shit. I will accept cameras that I can't control in side-scrollers. Okay. Don't give me three dimensions and a camera I can't control. See, I'm just thinking, like, you know, the old-school Resident Evil. It was fine. No. There also wasn't platforming sections, which helps a lot. <laughs> um, you As you kill things, you upgrade your sword to unlock more combos, to do more damage. At some point, you find a hammer made of a magic skull, which you can also upgrade. Yeah, which is weird, because like, by the time you get the second weapon that you can switch to, and it's not better, Like, I guess it hits harder, but it's noticeably slower. Yeah, it was... And you've been, like, upgrading your sword. That was the thing. By the time I got that, my sword was nearly fully upgraded. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, so this is just worse. So I never used it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, we haven't touched on uh, how amazing this game looks. Bad. Real bad. Uh, when I said, like, it kind of reminded me of Brutal Legend because his, like, his figure's all weird. But then it's also, like, really blocky. And his hair is, like... Moves of its own volition. Imagine dreads, but like yeah, no, they're, they're just square. There are some polygonal ass dreads <laughs> that just move wherever the fuck they yeah. want. Yeah, and like when when there's like mountains and rocks and stuff, just like think of how many sides you need to like make a good rock. And if you think it's more than like twelve, you're probably wrong. <laughs> just use twelve. <laughs> All right, so uh, for references, um, you can rightly compare this to the original God of War, the PS2 one, which came out in 2005. This doesn't look that good. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, uh, I'm actually going to see if I can find pictures of God of War because renaming your game God of War on your newest one is really helping with the Google searches. Thanks. Just look up PS2. Um, yeah, no, they're somewhat comparable, but I think God of War looks better. God of War does not look good. No, the original God of War. By today's standards. Does not look good by today's like, standards. Like, at all. But, uh, Garshap does not it look It looks good better than Garshap. In 2011. Yeah. And, uh, this game that came out in 2005 looks better, which is, uh, probably its closest comparison. Mm. So, like, I don't know, it feels weird that they were making a game to copy another game, and then it just did it worse in every way six years after the first game came out? Uh, I believe, and let me double check this. Because, like, six years is a development cycle, right? Uh-huh. That's often what major developers use as kind of a quote-unquote development cycle. God of War 2, 2007. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they'll speed it up some of the time and what for whatnot, but, like... God of War 3, 2010. So the entire original trilogy of God of War came out before this. Yeah. but it, So it like feels like they played God of War, the original, and then were like, let's make this. Mm-hmm. And spent six years working on it, and this is what they came up with. Which feels like not at all the case. It feels like they played the entire God of War trilogy and then thought, we can make that in one year. And then what, lost funding halfway through? Like That's what how much of this game there is. <laughs> Don't worry. Because we're done talking about this game. There's still an entire second game. Kind of. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and take us through the story of the second game? Because the first one was so deep. Yeah, right. So in Garshasp and the Temple of the Dragon, Garshasp somehow looks worse than the first game. (laughs) (sighs) He wants to tell me I'm wrong, but he also can't. Yeah, because like uh, this. Okay. uh, The Temple of the Dragon. Garshas, Temple of the Dragon, whatever the fucking title is. I believe that's it, right? It's Garshas, colon. Anyway. Colon. It's important. Was supposed to be uh, DLC that they released as uh, an additional expansion. uh, Standalone is the term I was thinking of. And it's shorter. It is the prequel to Garshas, the Monster Slayer. Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, You know the guy that dies right at the beginning of the... The Monster Slayer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're, that's who was there in Temple of the Dragon oh. with Garshasp. That's his brother. Okay. Because so in Temple of the Dragon, Garshasp and, uh, as I had it, some nerd are in a forest. Yeah. But, like, Garshasp is the legendary Monster Slayer. So, like, comparatively, everybody is kind of just some nerd. Yeah. And you're hacking your way through this forest just kind of aggressively. 
Uh, and then you get distracted by this giant temple. Well, they're there looking for the mace. Oh, good for them. Yeah. And as they're walking up in a classic video game fashion, his brother is like, mm, we shouldn't be here. We should go. And Garshasp is like, I'm the fucking best, which like he kind of is. Yeah. And then you get separated. Your brother apparently throws like a thing at you. Yeah, you go to cross this bridge, and then there's some monsters on the other side, and the bridge starts to collapse. Collapse. <laughs> Clasp. Uh, Garshasp. Yeah, I can't imagine why I'd get tongue-tied here. Garshasp runs forward across the bridge while his brother stays behind. Yeah, and so you need to collect, like, the three dragon fragments to unlock the dragon tower or something? That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, this involves going into the tower with some traps fighting some dudes, going out on a bridge into the forest, getting a thing, coming back to the tower through some traps, fight some dudes, go up the tower, going back out to a different forest, get the thing, come back, ascend tower. Yep. Then you fight the, like, super orc dude. Mm -hmm. And then he does some weird chanty bullshit, and then a dragon shows up, and you fight the dragon? I don't know. I don't remember. No, you don't. You don't fight the, the dragon. The game just ends. Uh, you beat that guy. The dragon shows up. I think the dragon eats him, like gives a knowing nod to Garshasp and then flies off. Yeah, something. I don't know. And I, then Garshasp grabs the mace and then walks over a bridge. Like at that point, my brother. eyes were so glazed over. You could tell me basically anything. I mean, just like this whole experience takes you what, like two hours to go through. Less. I, uh... If, if this game was worth anything, I would have requested a refund on Steam because it took me, uh, I think, an hour and 20 to beat it. Mm. Yep. This game is, like, non-existent. Uh, also, because I'm pretty sure they were made around the same time. Like, it, it looks the same. It sounds the same. It's the same. You go to boot it. Options are outside of the game itself. Oh, yeah. It Like, all of the bad things are still just there. It's It's not anything new. They didn't make anything better. They added a bunch of instant kill traps. Which that's always fun game design is great game design, especially when we talk about how well Garshasp handles. Well, like we didn't really talk about uh, how floaty or glitchy it is. I don't know if I ever had any like glitches, weird physics and weird jumping. Yes, like exact. Like I don't think the game ever crashed on me. Yeah, there were I, I never had a crash. And I didn't have anything game-breaking. But yeah, like the weird physics, uh, the jumping just sometimes wouldn't work. He has a, a fun momentum. When you move, it doesn't feel like he's walking. He just like slides around. And then you can't uh, stop a combo once you start swinging. Oh yeah, because like, he combo attacks. But like your button presses don't really line up one-to-one. Because -one. if you press light attack like three times... He goes into this whole combo, and you just don't get to pick a when to stop. He yeah, just does yeah. it. Your next uh, input is after that combo. So, like, if you go to dodge mid-combo, you're getting hit. That's you now. Yeah. Oh, also the dodge. There are no iframes. God, I fucking love that. So, like, you get to just take shit to the face if you weren't, or, like, if you weren't already swinging, you just get hit now. Yeah. Although you do have a block right with the sword maybe i don't know yeah you do i just spammed the same i guess uh, you have one of the hammer too light light heavy which he does this like slash slash and then he jumps and pounds yeah. the ground and it slash slash ground pound duns everyone uh yeah and you just spam that non-stop yeah that's like the only thing you need to do and against big enemies you then run up and do quick times to their face i would have it occasionally where there would be a smaller enemy that i couldn't kill they would just take, like, infinite damage. Nice. Yeah, and thankfully, I never had that in one of the sections where you have to kill all the enemies to progress. It was one of those where you could just run past them. Mm. So I would, like, spend a minute or two just beating up this one dude who would refuse to die. Like, oh, fuck, kudos to you, sir. Guess I'm leaving. You won the stage. Uh, there's, oh, God, what do they call them? Magic seeds that if you collect four of them, yep. upgrade Garshasp's health. Mm -hmm. And they're in just like weird platforming sections. Yeah, and like not all of them. Sometimes they're just 
Oh, it, along the way, because yeah, it isn't like there's a bunch of branching paths for no. you. Sometimes you, they just give them to you, but then there's at least one that's like on one of the like water levels. You have to jump platforms to get there, but the platforms sink, so you're like, if you fuck up, you just drown. Yep. yep. Uh, there's one that's like uh, you have to jump up crumbling platforms, and if you miss the jump then the platforms have crumbled and you fall to your death oh, there's at least one in one of the uh, sections where you have to slide down a wall and then avoid yeah. the traps fuck me the wall sliding sections they suck they're maybe the worst part because um you jump down a cliff guard shafts stabs a sword into the side and you just slide down and you get to control the speed like you can speed up or slow down as you avoid the ridges you can't slide over yeah yeah and uh, sometimes there's one of those ridges that comes across the entire uh, path. So you have to just like jump backward and then stab back into it, which sometimes the button presses work and sometimes they don't. And if you hit the spot you're not supposed to hit, what is it, two or three times, then you just fall to your death and you get to do the whole thing over again. Over and over. I didn't have trouble like completing these, but they sucked. They're terrible sections. They were uninteresting and like you could see things that you missed as you went past them yep and you're like guess i'm never getting that yeah because there's no way back up uh no my biggest issue was i wasn't sure exactly what i was supposed to do because the, the like button presses wouldn't register when i would go over the side so I, he would just like repeatedly fall to his death which was funny the first five times and then not so much after that and this was one of those where, like, you know, I sit there, I'm struggling at the same spot, I turn it off and walk away. I'll come back to this later. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, I'd fuck, I'd boot it up, I'd spend 15 minutes plunging Garshas to his death. I'm like, well, uh, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Guess I'll do anything else. Yeah, it, um, God, I don't even, like, it's such a weird game. It's such a bad game. It is... It, it's not good, but I don't. I don't think there's. It's all bad here, uh, necessarily. Uh, the game, the gameplay. Yes. <laughs> what I mean though is like uh, the the story, the mythology of Garshaps, because I don't know shit about like Iranian mythology. Oh yeah, no. This is uh, as we've talked outside of recording. The only thing I found interesting about the game was that it introduced me to a mythology that I knew nothing about. I have said on uh, previous episodes, like shit that I like to read, I love folklore and legends and myth. And this is a section of the world I know nothing about. And that's super exciting. And I, I wish the game gave me more than like what's presented, which is fuck all nothing. And then like backstory, even like the fucking narrator is telling you about some village that got raided. But like maybe names the village, but nothing else. And it's like... Uh, two lines of throwaway dialogue that are there for filler. Congratulations, you picked it up. In gaming, we have this thing where, like, a lot of games that focus on mythology tend to focus on the very same regions. Well, let's see. Your Greek or Roman mythology. Yeah. Your uh, Norse mythology. Yeah. Um, got there. Yeah, that's mostly it. But, like... Every civilization has had mythologies and mythos to, like, have these heroes and monsters and stuff. And so, like, I don't know. It's kind of cool using different ones. Yeah, like, this made me super interested in, like, what is the actual mythology of Garshasp, the monster slayer? Like, that, uh, I'm in. That sounds awesome. That, like, uh, okay, we've got these, like, demonic-looking deeds, the, like, forces of evil that are out there, and, like, this dude's going out and murder them. Fuck yeah, give me some of that shit. But, yeah, you don't really get, uh, like, I can think of a, a couple games you get some, like, Japanese mythology. Uh, like, Jesus, uh, Wolf Game is the one that pops to mind. Paintbrush, Jason, what's it called? Uh, Paintbrush Dog the Game. Yeah, that's the one. Okami, thank you. <laughs> or, like, uh, different horror games, like, uh... Like, like a world of horror, I guess. Although that one's uh, a bit different. Or even like some uh, Native American culture and mythology, uh, mostly a random smattering of games. And the really only thing I could think of is all horror games, which I don't want to count. Because, you know, there's so many things with Wendigos. Uh, but yeah, you don't really get a whole lot of uh, mythology outside of Greece and Rome and Norse mythology, which is a shame. 
right? Like, all right, so this is on the Wikipedia page. I know nothing about this story or anything or where this comes from. Um, and, like, some of the names are slightly different. So, like, uh, apparently they, it's Kirsasp, which is, like, Garshasp's name in slightly different. Okay, sure. Yeah, right. So uh, the Zora... Zora Magdaros. Zoroastrian text called the Sudgar okay. tells when the monster Dehang, who is now bound in chain on uh, Mount Damavund, bursts free and fetters to the end of the world, Kirshasp wake from death, his corpse uh, being guarded from corruption. So he dies but doesn't decay. Sure. And then he will undie to fight Dehang and save the world as Dehang tries to destroy the world. Kirsasp will defeat him and save the two-thirds of the world that Dehang has not already devoured. That sounds dope. I think we just played that in Doom Eternal, and it was awesome there. Kind of, yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, like, why don't we have that as a game? End of the world dude wakes up, or, you know, breaks free of his chains of binding, devours one-third of the world as the hero arises from death to fight him. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. But like uh, for a video game, like uh not I don't really want a third of the world destroyed. But no, I mean that's really like there are these mythological stories that like we can easily tap into and like this game starts to do that and then uh fails to deliver on every sense. Like it's close to doing something interesting because it is introducing concepts that you don't see other people making right like i do not think we will see another game based on iranian mythology uh i'm done with the sentence yeah like that's it like i mean probably not or at least like if it's uh the story draws inspiration from like it won't be directly related to iranian mythology which is kind of a shame yeah so like i don't know representing more cultures and all the different mythologies of the world in various ways is a good thing. Hell yeah. And is interesting and should be done, but also you should make a competent game. Yeah. And this game's big old swing and a miss <laughs> is bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember how much we paid for it because uh, we got them in a bundle, which is part of why I don't know if I could even refund it. If I could, it was cheap. But, like, even at its cost, again, I think uh, all told through both games, I spent less than five hours beating both of them. Yeah, the I spent more time in each of them, but not by much. Like, that is a dramatically low runtime. And I, you know, I've talked about in various things that, like, Doom Eternal, even Doom 2016, are, like, 10 to 12 hour games. They're not long. They're still over twice the length of this. Mm -hmm. And people kind of go, eh, those are kind of short because, you know, people and their weird, like, video games have to be so long, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> eh. I, I mean, don't. like, I, I, I'm not, okay. Like, I'm not saying that if I spend a full retail price on a brand new game and there's an hour of game there, I'm going to be pleased with it. No, I want more bang for my buck. But that also doesn't mean it has to be a never-ending fucking open-world nonsense bullshit. Linear is fine as long as your game's fun. Yeah, if it's fun and good, that's what matters. Um, so, like, I don't know. If you pay $60 and you got 10 hours of game, that was $6 an hour? I don't know. That's not terrible. Yeah, that's right. In terms of, like, real entertainment cost... That compares to going to see a movie. All right, but like as long as you are spending your money on something you enjoy, I mean, like yeah, I mean the dollar even... amount per hour doesn't really matter. Yeah, right. But yeah, I mean, some people care about that, but like it's the kind of the thing is like I don't know. That's ten hours. Like as soon as you get anywhere near any amount of hours beyond that, it's like yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's all bonus at that point. And I think the big thing is as long as you're you know engaged and having fun because uh, that's really it is like when you have sections that are slow and feel unfun then it's no longer like really worth it because you're not enjoying yourself and i did not enjoy most of this game 
Uh, no, um, I, I don't think I enjoyed any part of this game. No, I played it for this and I got it done and I was glad that it was short and that was about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It ended. and I was like, huh, that's it. Right. Think about some of the 30, 60, 90 hour behemoths we've played. Fucking OK. We spent under five hours for two games. Gosh, that sucks. Right. Originally, and this is again, once again, pulling back the uh, curtain on the podcast that we planned to split this episode up because we hadn't played either game. Yep. We're like, hey, we have both these Garshas games. Let's do one and then do the other. Yeah, it'll be a cool two episode thing. Uh, and then we played them. <laughs> and now you're just going to hear about double Garshas because there ain't shit here. Yeah, because there's not enough game in each one for an entire episode itself. Yeah, and especially because of how similar they are. It'd just be like, here's all the same points again. It's bad. Yeah. Well, I don't think I have uh, anything more to say on it. Uh, not really. Like, I, it really is. It's a really bad version of a game that I don't particularly like. The original God of War series. This is not my kind of game. Once again, excluding every kind of game because I don't have a kind of game. It's great. I don't know how many different games I have now said this is not my kind of game. Uh, it feels like most. So would you recommend it? No. No, 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 no. Because while as it is not my kind of game, it's not good. It it compares poorly to God of War and I'm sure there are other God of War clones that it also compares poorly to. Probably. Like, that's... This is a bad game. At no real price do I think it's worth it to play because it's uh, not really fun to play and it's incredibly short and that's it. Like, then the game just ends. And you're like, wow, why did I do that? Yeah, at least it tells a story. I mean, it kind Does of... Does it, though? Well, like, it starts, there's... A resolution of some sort like he gets revenge on his brother in the first one and they get the mace in the second one which is more than some of the shit that we play look at you left alive i think i don't know man what, what do we do now what <laughs> what uh the game i was going to say uh we haven't recorded for yet and you know i'm not into uh spoilers for shit we haven't done so i didn't want to say that one. Oh, okay <laughs> i was like yeah so then i was like what's something we did recently uh left alive Except Left Alive was a slog of bullshit. Yeah. Because Square Enix can't develop video games. Uh, <laughs> now uh, is when we do this fun part of the podcast where we answer questions from listeners. Hold up. People listen to this? Like you. I wasn't told there would be questions. I feel put upon. Uh, you were told there were questions. <sighs> Damn it, I was. Yeah. We go over this. Let me lie to the audience. No. Okay. I'm kidding. He lies all the time. Maybe. Don't trust this man. That's probably good advice. All right. So if you have any questions, <laughs> comments, concerns, uh, thoughts, ideas you want to hear us talk about, email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. We are going to jump right into this. This says, hey, guys. Hey. Comma. Oh. Comma. <laughs> I think my last few emails have gotten a little on the long side because you missed my PS last time. I'll get to that when I finish reading this. <laughs> also, I'm not going to read this next part because it's in brackets. What? Well, because afterwards it's bracketed. It's okay. I forgive you. But now I've read it. So I've gone back on my promise not to read the thing in the brackets. Who's the liar now? <laughs> so this time, my only question is, do you have a favorite gaming antagonist? Not necessarily a final boss or main villain, both of which are fine, of course, but a character that hounds the player. Maybe you face off against them a few times during the story. Example, Gary uh, slash Blue from Pokemon or Jetstream Sam and Metal Gear Rising. All the best, Mr. Brit. Mr. Brit! So, so Mr. Brit, you're, you're, you're fine sending longer letters. Uh, one, because the Cockney rhyming slang thing was kind of hilarious. If not, my brain could not handle it. It was funny to watch. It had to have been, and none of you got to see it, <laughs> as I was stroking out hard over here. <laughs> Two, I'm going to go back to your last email. And this one. So you have a postscript. Postscript is after the script. So like you read the whole thing, and then you conclude, and it's over, and then there's a postscript. So I don't have to read that out loud. If you want it read, put it in the body. Two, your postscript says, P.S. 
I fucking love your Sonic episodes because as a massive fan of Sonic, I love when people rip the piss out of the games because they are bad and so are the characters. And the only good ones I can't play because I have the reactions of a blindfolded dead horse. (laughs) So. I didn't read that because Sonic just makes me mad at this point. I love tearing apart Sonic because it's the worst franchise ever developed and it deserves to die. And people are like, oh, but the new Sonic not made by Sonic team is good. No, it's not. No, Sonic is good. All Sonic is bad. Yeah, no, Sonic Mania actually looks fun. Nope. Not made by Sonic Team. Looks like dirt. People that care about Sonic, not Sonic Team. So I don't need to get into an arguing match about why all Sonic is bad Sonic. Even good Sonic that people are saying, oh yeah, what the original Sonic. No, no Sonic is good Sonic. Nor am I about to get an argument about good Sonic with you. (laughs) Nah, brah. (laughs) Missed me with that shit. Also, you, you want to shorten it up? No, longer. Next time you write in, just like give me pages. Like, fucking 30 pages. Only if you read it all. I will. Hey! It'll be an episode. We'll pick a really short episode. It'll be like a 20-minute thing about the episode, and then it'll just be like 40 minutes of me reading, like, your terrible script bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Great times were had. Anyway, the question that we actually had was uh, favorite gaming antagonists. Yeah, I did, like, uh, I did ask what uh, our question was this time beforehand. And, uh, like, my first thought was uh, Xehanort, and then I just bust up laughing. That is not the answer. I just had it to irritate Jason, and it worked, if you were wondering. Um, I, I think it, too, uh, like, I think of, like, my favoriteest games of all time. So, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI, or the American Three, And I think, like, uh, Magus, the uh, bad guy who you can eventually get on your team. Or, uh, and here is my actual answer, Ultros. In Final Fantasy VI, the squid that you fight, and then you run into him over and over and over again. Because he cracks jokes, and he's weird, and he's a goofy squid. And it's not Kefka. Fuck Kefka. It's fucking laugh. <laughs> Although, the uh, vice president in Metal Wolf Chaos, like, that's pretty good. Richard! <laughs> uh, it's true. That, uh, I f- didn't even think about that. Uh, what is his name? I'm trying to look this up. But it's not going well. Uh, yeah, da, 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 what da, game? Da. I can spitball. Uh, I'm just filling dead air here. Come on. You won't get this. It's from The Witcher. Oh, no, I won't get that. Well, The Witcher 3, specifically. Oh, uh, is the uh, Bloody Baron? No. Um, Skullface McGee? No. Um, Death Mold? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is like a weird... <laughs> a joke about a currently timely thing... That is a reference to a thing that talks about another thing. Which I would have no idea had you not mentioned it to me earlier. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the perfect thing to just everyone will get it. (laughs) Uh, No, Gontaro Dim. Yeah, I was never going to guess that. Uh, He's um... in Mad Max because that sounds like a Mad Max character. So this is spoilers. Uh, Gontaro Dim is God. Oh, shit. Or a God. Or a demon? I don't know. He's very powerful. Like, to the point where, you know, there's people with magic and genies and stuff, right? People can uh, talk about in one of the games a sorcerer who moved a mountain because it was in his way. Sure. Of his view from his house. Oh, damn. Yeah. Gontaro Dim is stronger than all of those people. Like, he can just snap his fingers and things happen. Okay. (laughs) He's like God. And he's just, he's just very like uh how you would expect kind of a weird uh, kind of capricious god character. He does things and then like I don't know when he owes you a favor cuz you did something for him and you're like, "Hey, can you get rid of this guy?" and he just like disembowels the guy with his mind and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of character he is. Sure. Uh, he he is not on your side unless you're actively doing things for him. So he kind of fits. Okay. Um, I was trying to think of other games I've played recently, and like none of them actually have anything that fits. Cause like uh, I just did the playthrough of like Hollow Knight, all the old Might and Magic games. None of the bad guys are like actual things. Oh my god, I'm having a brain fart. What's her name in Hollow Knight? Oh, Hornet. 
Yeah, because like I guess Hornet is she does put a lot of people in the dirt. I have heard that people who are bad at Hollow Knight, it's usually Hornet that ends their run. I get that because she just kills them over and over and over again. They're like, yeah, after I died fifty times to Hornet, I just stopped. I was like, ah, it sucks. Get good. She tells you to. She does. Yeah. Yeah. She fucking means it too. She's she's uh, hardcore. So I guess she counts, but she's like not. You know, I get. She's trying to save the kingdom too. Yeah, but you don't know that until like much After later. You beat her the second time. Yeah. So like up until then, she's kind of an antagonist. And you know, if the question was not necessarily the final boss or main antagonist, I think she totally counts. All right. Because Hornet is best bug. Hornet is best bug. Well, mm, I don't know. <laughs> you a Quirrell fan? Yes. No, who's the um? She's got the mallet. Dies to the mantises. Oh, cloth. Cloth. No, I think cloth is best. Ah, uh, she dies. Womp womp. Or she doesn't die. She just longs for death and hates being alive. Ooh. Yeah, if you don't hit all of her dialogue spots, which I covered this in uh, when I was streaming, um, instead of joining it with the Mantis Lord, you fight the Mantis Lord, uh, Traitor Lord, alone, and then she's in town and... When you dream nail her to read her mind, she talks about how much she misses her partner and how she wants to die to meet them in the afterlife. Oh, yeah, it's sad as fuck. <laughs> the game is not happy. Uh, uh, fuck. No, it's not. But how does that just make you not want to hug her? So, yeah, that's like uh, that's Hollow Knight uh, when they talk about, you know, souls like of the like bleak atmosphere. Yeah, oh, they yeah. yeah. kind of got that going on. It's got bleak and fucking spades. <laughs> Is this happy? No. No. If you thought this was happy, you're wrong. This There is no joy here. Yeah, it's like... Again, when something smiles, it is not because good is happening. People love Quirrell, and at the end, Quirrell dies. Because um, he helps you, and then he's like, Oh, right, I'm like 3,000 years old. <gasps> <laughs> Uh, what other bad things happen? I don't know. Everything to everyone. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, no, don't the uh, shopkeepers? They're fun. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's is like uh, not the nail master, the uh, map guy. And, yeah, uh, map guy is actually like has the best story, I guess. I don't know. He explores enough to fill out some maps, which is all he wants to do, which is all he wanted, and then he returns home to his wife, his loving wife. Yeah, yeah. Who fucking misses him when he's gone? <laughs> yeah, like. I don't know, there's this weird stable relationship of loving characters as well. It's weird. It's nice. Have that glimmer of hope, I guess. Well, now I'm sad. And then your main character dies. Or, like, unlives. Yeah. <laughs> Vague on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I don't, I don't know, was he, like, alive in the first place? I guess is debatable. And then, yeah, like, if it's not... You could not kill him at the end, but I would not call that life either. That, I don't. <laughs> that one's worse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, licking the fire and keeping the curse going sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. No happy endings for you. <laughs> None at all. Anyway, so now we're just going to talk about Hollow Knight. Uh, uh, Again? Do we have a whole Patreon episode about that? Uh, no, we haven't recorded it yet. Oh. We're uh, probably going to. So preview on that, because I could talk about that game for another hour. He goes on about it forever, seriously. On and on and on and on. <laughs> anyway, any more questions? Ah, uh, nah. <laughs> I mean, I could, but I'm going to save them. Well, all right. Now, uh, I, I plug stuff. Plugs. Yeah. And by that, I just mean... Uh, this is where I assume most people turn it off. <laughs> once again... Questions, comments, concerns, thebadgamecast at gmail.com. The Bad Gamecast, what you're listening to right here, that's where you can find us everywhere. Everywhere. And I mean Facebook, Twitch, uh, Twitter, uh, other Reddit, um, YouTube. We are all the places. On Twitch, we stream Monday through Thursday. It's stuff. Like, it's not actually bad games. You think, oh, the bad game cast. But, like, we only sometimes stream bad games because they can often be miserable to watch as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can uh, watch us play some stuff there, hang out, 
It's uh, all right time. And then... You can always hit us up in the Discord. Yeah, we got a Discord. Join us for fun times there. Should be in the links down below. I say down below, despite the fact that I don't know how people listen to podcasts. I don't listen to podcasts. Yes. Um, Whatever you are listening to this on, the link is somewhere down below. Look down and you'll find it. It's right there. Underneath your shoe. Just look harder. Right. Now that they're distracted. Um, <laughs> grab their wallet. Go. Aha! Which, and by that, I mean, uh, if you feel like supporting us at all, you can find us as well on Patreon. We have a Patreon. Uh, that's where we've mentioned there's episodes of, uh, what is currently lovingly called the bad game cast, good game cast, talking about things we like and stuff. I still want to just add more words to it every time. I'm trying to figure out where the best place to put more words is. And I can't really figure it out. We'll get there. So if you've got a better idea for a title, don't tell us. Write it in an email. Put it on Twitter. Throw it in the Discord. Throw it in the air. Just like paper plane style. Yell it into a bottle. Tie that bottle to an owl. A snowy barn owl. Let it go at the strike of midnight on June 13th. Oh. You're going to have to wait for a year. Yeah. But it will find me. They always do. Neat. (laughs) So that's us. (laughs) That's us. Oh, and if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at Jake Prey. Don't do that, though. No one does. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. For the bad game cast, I've been Jake. I'm still Jason. Good night, everybody. Get out of here. Go away. We're done recording. This is the time that you can go and finish what you were doing, like dishes or driving or other stuff people do when listening to podcasts. I don't know. What do you do when listening to podcasts? I already covered this. I don't listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> Is it just me? I don't know. Does Elsa? I think Elsa does, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. You're the odd man out. I am odd. Wait. No! Well, you're oddish. But that's the leaves, I think. Oddish. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm sorry for anybody who's hoping for some jazzy outro on this one. That only happens when somebody edits and it's not one of us. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I might throw it in there. Wait, what do you mean jazzy? Oh, uh, the last couple she's done, she's done different stuff. Oh, is she? You wouldn't know because you don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she has. Although the uh, the last one was fucking mm, primo. Yeah, no, I don't listen to our own podcast. I'm a champion today. <laughs> you have achieved this day? I have achieved every day. <laughs> throughout time! Throughout <laughs> time!